welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast that provides resources and tools to support caregivers and their families. I am your host, Charlene Hunter-James. For nearly a year, the millions of people have watched. Okay, Tina, I mean Juanita, let me go back. Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast that provides resources and tools to support families and their caregivers. I am your host, Charlene Hunter-James. For nearly a year, the entire nation has watched with alarm the millions of people in cars and lines searching for donated food to support their families. This is a problem that has been growing in recent years and has been exacerbated by the pandemic and the growing number of unemployed individuals. Food banks and other community organizations and businesses are working diligently to alleviate this problem. AARP, the leading advocacy organization for 50 plus people, is also working hard to alleviate the problem and doing so at the national level and at the local level and state level as well, particularly through legislation. To talk to us about the hunger problem and possible solutions, we have Jamie Olson, Director of Government Affairs with Feeding Texas, and Joe Sanchez, Associate State Director, AARP Texas. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks for having me. Jamie, tell us about Feeding Texas, uh, its purpose, uh, goals, and objectives. Thanks. Yeah, Feeding Texas is the statewide association of food banks. Together, our 21 member food banks serve all 254 counties in the state. Our mission is to lead a unified effort for a hunger-free Texas, and our network seeks to accomplish this by providing families with the food that they need today, connecting them to programs and resources that can help them tomorrow, such as the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, and advocating for public policy priorities that can wipe out hunger in the future. So what impact has COVID-19 had on families and the whole hunger um, situation? Uh, caregivers going to the food banks to search for food. And is it true that these families come from uh, various socioeconomic backgrounds? Yes, the, the COVID-19 pandemic has nearly doubled food insecurity in Texas. We've gone from one in seven families being food insecure to now one in four uh, individuals in our state being food insecure. Um, our food banks have matched this response um, or matched their response to this drastic increase in need. Um, and they now provide nearly 75 million pounds of food per month to Texans in need. Um, we see all sorts of Texans 
needing our assistance from all associate all socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, we've heard so many stories from individuals who used to be donors to the, their local food bank, and now they are waiting in hours long lines to receive the food that they need. So Joe, tell me, how does this problem of hunger affect elderly individuals? Well, thank you for the question, Charlene. Hunger and food insecurity means not having adequate or nutritious food daily. You know, these are serious issues facing seniors and persons with a disability on a daily basis. This means that there are seniors who aren't sure where their next meal is coming from and don't have access to the healthiest possible options. Seniors who are food insecure face an increased risk for health conditions and are 50% more likely to have uh, you know, a health condition, 60% uh, more likely to have congestive heart failure or heart attack, and really three times more likely to suffer from depression. So what is the SNAP program, uh, the Senior Nutrition Assistance Program rather, and why are so many people uh, who qualify for this program not using it? The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, better known as SNAP, is an assistance program that provides financial assistance for families to purchase food items to supplement their food budget so they can purchase healthy foods and move towards self-sufficiency. Charlene, not only does Texas have one of the highest rates of food insecurity, the state also has low rates of senior enrollment in the SNAP program. Now, while many seniors are eligible for SNAP, they do not participate at the same rate as every other age group. You know, this could be for a number of reasons. It could be that they're embarrassed to accept public assistance. Others might not know that they're eligible, yet many are not enrolled due to the barriers in the present application process. You know, these barriers include difficult and confusing documentation requirements, the application link, and the recertification process. I understand that AARP is fighting for a bill in the Texas legislature to improve the situation. What would this bill do and what hope do you have of its passing and becoming law? Well, this, is, this legislation that we're supporting will simplify the SNAP application process for low-income seniors that are 60 uh, years and older and those with disabilities who are eligible for SNAP. It will basically certify senior households for 36 months at a time instead of 12 months, and it will use a shortened application form. Uh, it will require no reporting between certification periods unless significant changes in income and assets occur. And finally, it will implement income or asset, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, changes to where it, it, data matching with Medicaid to help food banks and other community partners identify and assist seniors in applying for that SNAP. As, as far as the legislation passing and becoming law, last session we worked and supported this legislation 
And the bill had great support both in the House and the Senate, but quite literally, we ran out of time. Uh, we are all working to make sure that the hearings happen sooner and that we get through the process before the session ends. We really think that the legislation will pass and become law this time around. That's, that's great news to hear. Uh, Jamie, you have any comments on that as well? I mean, Joe gave a great summary. Um, you know, these two pieces of, of legislation, uh, one's the Senate version and one's the House, uh, but they are companions. They are the same. Um, it, it will just really streamline the SNAP application and recertification process for seniors and individuals with disabilities. Um, it's so essential that Texas um, implements these changes to assist seniors in getting enrolled in SNAP so that we can start to lower our um, extremely high rate of senior food insecurity in Texas. Right now, our state ranks fifth um, as the highest, fifth highest state in the nation for senior food insecurity. So, uh, Jamie and Joe, the bill numbers, that's important if we're going to do some advocacy in this, in this effort. Um, and part of the frustration we know for seniors is just the complication of a process sometimes that they get frustrated and then they just give up. So please share with us the bill numbers and what we can do as advocates to help see this um, passage. Yeah, thanks, Charlene. The, the bill numbers are SB224 and HB701. Um, and honestly, the, the number one thing that anyone hearing this podcast should do is to contact your Texas legislators. You've got, you know, a, a, a Texas House member and a Texas Senate member representing you, and they need to hear your voice um, and, and hear that you support HB 701 and SB 224. Thank you. Thank you. So at the national level, uh, tell us about the AARP Foundation and their ongoing work to address hunger. Well, another great, great question, Charlene. You know, diseases related to poor diet are estimated to cost the United States economy a staggering $1 trillion annually. And research shows that a healthy diet can help improve overall health, preventing or alleviating many diet-related diseases, which really ultimately reduces healthcare costs and improves the quality of life. Uh, the old saying, an apple a day, you know, quite frankly, that just won't cut it anymore. Increasing food security isn't just about having access to enough food. It's about having information about the access to the foods that give us the best chance of staying healthy as we age. ARP Foundation's approach is solving food insecurity and going beyond just providing meals. The programs also help older adults learn about good nutrition and how to eat healthier on a limited budget. That is so important, um, the educational component. So I'm glad to hear that that's ongoing uh, with the AARP Foundation. 
So is there anything else, uh, Jamie or Joe, that you would like to share with us about the whole issue of um, hunger and food insecurities? I just want to reiterate what Jamie said. Make sure that you get involved by going ahead and contacting your elected official and asking them to support Senate Bill 224 and House Bill 701. This is really important. And of course, there's other ways of helping people in the community by donating to the food bank or other areas uh, that help with the food insecurity. And we appreciate uh, organizations like uh, Feeding Texas. We, we thank you, Jamie, of all that you're doing. And certainly, Joe, we know that AARP is very committed to addressing those issues that are important to the 50 plus population. And we can see through not only our local work and, and our legislative work that the AARP Foundation is addressing this as well. So thank you both for joining us today and sharing such valuable information. Stay well and be safe. Thank you, Charlene. A programming note, we will have an AARP Texas Facebook Live interview on food insecurities on March 23rd, Tuesday. Again, that will be on AARP Facebook page, Tuesday, March 23rd. We encourage you to follow the Prepare to Care podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash HoustonPTC. You can also catch past episodes on your YouTube channel as youtube.com slash C slash AARP Texas. Thank you for listening. And as always, thank you for caring.